is giving you a respite for a subtopic, my time of restoration. All right. I don't know about you, but I got excited when he gave me this word. You have to understand what respite is. Respite is a short period of rest or relief from something difficult or unpleasant. Yes. The refuge in camps will, will provide some respite from our suffering. Respite means rest, break, breathing, space, interval, intermission, interlude, recess, lull, pause, time out, release, relaxation, repose, and in form of breathing. A respite was a delay or an extension asked for or granted for a specific reason to give someone time to deliberate on a proposal. Respite, uh, it traces back to the Latin term which means respecticus, which comes from a verb meaning both literally and figuratively to turn around, to look at, or to regard. I don't know about you, but God is up to something great when he has given us a respite. Because see, somebody been going through something for much too long. And the Lord God said, I'm giving you a respite. I'm giving you a break from the suffering. I'm giving you a break from the heartache. I'm giving you a break from the struggle. It is time for you to enter into the rest of God and have a respite. When I think about respite, I think about those of us who are foster parents and they would say, you have to take a respite. This weekend I am doing a respite for another parent that has had to have need of a break, a rest. And God says you need a break in the struggle. You need a break from your weariness. You need a break from your heaviness. You need a break from being broke. You need a break. And it's time for you to enter into a place of respite and during the respite the Lord God said I want you to look at what I propose to do for you because as I define the term it says time to look at the proposal and see God has given us great proposals and some of you might say well what is the proposal that God has given to me he's given you the promises of his word he's given you prophetic encounters and God said it's time for you to look at the words that I've given to you, the words that I have proposed over your life. And when you read those words, I want you to rest. I want you to relax. I want you to release yourself from what you thought I wasn't going to do and start thinking about the things in which I'm going to do. See, 2018, it is not over yet. I submit to you today, go on a respite before the end of this year. Relax in the comfort of knowing that it is already done.
we have to war about it. We got to fight about it. We got to do all of this stuff to get what God wants to give to us. And God said, if you just rest and you will begin to look over the proposals that I submitted to you, you will see that you are not too far off, that you are much closer to the victory than you thought you were because you were still struggling in your mind. You were still trying to comprehend and understand how God was going to do it and when he was going to do it. But the Lord God says, it is already done. So go on a respite so that you can see that the God of restoration is standing up close and personal and he's looking at you face to face and and saying to you, I am the Lord God Almighty. I have already restored you. I've already done everything that I said I would do. If you could just take a thought in your mind, give over to the thoughts that I'm placing in your mind so that you can see that it's already done. with the prophet Jeremiah. Uh -huh. Jeremiah was known as the weeping prophet yeah, yeah. because he saw the state of the people and he knew that God had given a proposal concerning them, but yet they did not really fully agree with the proposal. And the reason I say they didn't uh, truly uh, agree with the proposal is because uh, along the way they began to doubt. Yeah. They could not come in agreement with the word of God because they was looking at everything around them and looking at the effect of sin around them and not knowing that God said that even in the midst of sin, whether you are doing it or those around you are doing it, I have a way of escape and I have already sent forth my proposal, my word, that a deliverer is going to come and his name is Yeshua, Hamashiach, Jesus the Christ, son of the living God that will deliver, that will heal, that will sanctify, but you got to get in a place of respite so that you will know that once I give my proposal, I sealed it with the blood of the Lamb. So I don't know what God has given to you, but it's sealed by the blood of the Lamb. You are in covenant relationship with God. So stop trying to fight your way out of covenant. If God said it, that agreement is well enough. It is already done. My God. I was listening to a man of God, and he was talking about how we are constantly thinking about what we have done in our past. And the church is, 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 is when I say the church, and, I, and I'm not trying to throw rocks or throw the church up under the bus, uh -huh. but somewhere down the line, we got caught up in the word of trying to work out the plan of God and by all these works in which we do that God is going to do something in return for us. Do you not know that the work was done on Calvary's cross? I don't care how busy you make yourself. It is not going to get you what God has for you. You got to realize that what God has for you, it's already yours. 
frenzy. Uh huh. Preachers trying to out preach well, each other. Prophets trying to out prophesy each other. Come on. And the Lord God said, I am not even up in that. Yeah. What I want you to know is believe my word. The proposal in those 66 books in which I gave to you, sealed it by the blood of the Lamb. Know that I have already done that. Yes. My God. He's saying to us right now, none of us can outwork him. We can't even we can't even begin to comprehend the vastness, the vastness of his creation. When you begin to think about the 50 states and the countries and the continents and the planets, the moon, the stars, everything that God created, nobody can outdo what he's already done. So go on a rest and relax a lot. We drive ourselves crazy sometimes. I hadn't done this enough. I need to do a little bit enough of that. I didn't wake up this morning and I forgot to say thank you. Say thank you during the noonday. Stop beating yourself up and condemning yourself. Because the Lord says there is no condemnation, no guilt, no shame to those that are in Christ Jesus. Uh-huh. 
and, and, and I began to recount last weekend with the prison ministry and then going out this week, like this past Saturday with the evangelism team and I was like, Lord, yes, that's the word because that's what we're doing. He said, no, that ain't it. preparing that text up to the midnight hour last night after I cut up about five bunches of greens then I know I got to get in the word I was like Lord you gave me this the other day because this is what Jehovah Shalom is doing right now we right there God so I know you got a word coming out of the book of Matthew chapter 25 but the Lord God said, no, not so. By 8 o'clock, 8.15 this morning, he said, this is the word. Tell my people I need them to take a respite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop worrying. Come on, apostle. And he said, I'm going to give you some relaxation even while you study this word. Because when you get into my house, you got to be fully crunk. Ah, crunk. When you get in a respite with the Lord, yes. you get some renewed energy and strength yes. that you never knew you had. Your body might have felt like it was physically tired because you stood on your feet for three hours cutting up and chopping up some greens after having been out evangelizing and you might have felt that you could not stand because you were physically tired. But the Lord God said, if you just allow me to wrap you in my arms and let me speak a word to you. I'm going to revitalize, reinvigorate your spirit man and your natural man and you're going to feel like you don't feel no ways tired no more. No ways tired. My God. This is what God does. I feel like I'm about 15 up here. Sure will. Sure will. He, he, he didn't make me like that. 
I'm up for a lifeline. I don't want to see you burning. I don't want to see you in a place of damnation and destruction. I want to give you a word that's going to lift you up and give you some hope and let you know that the Savior lives. Come on now. My God. In Jeremiah, he starts off this 34th chapter and the first verse and he said, at the same time, saith the Lord, will I be the God of all the families of Israel and they shall be my people. Right there, I got a hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shout in my bones. Because, see, there are some folks that don't want to see some families blessed. Oh, apostle. They remember what folks, they don't want to see some folks blessed because they still remember when and what you did. But, but he said, at the same time, this God that never changes, this God that created all of us in his image, and according to his likeness, he came, the God of yesterday, today and tomorrow, the ancient of days, the bridge over troubled waters, the one that gave us water when we were thirsty, the one that gave us food when we were hungry, the one that sheltered us when we didn't have a home. The same God is the God that's about to bless all the families. Yes. My, 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 my. So I, I prophesy over all the families that are represented here today. You've been set up. My God. You should not have shown up in this house today if you weren't ready for the proposal that God laid out for you. You should not have come to Jehovah Shalom. Not today. Not on this Sunday. Because God says that I'm about to give you and your family a respite. I'm about to restore some things that the locals and the polar worms and the canker worms thought that they had taken from you. You're about to get it all back if you can just receive of the 
Yes, God. Yes, God. He said, I'm throwing out the line. And no more divisions. No more schisms in the family. No more animosity. No more divisions. The Lord God said, I didn't create that. I created family to bless them so they would be a blessing to the community. And because you live in your community, your whole community is coming together and they are blessed. Yes, God. Jeremiah 31 and 2 says, Thus says the Lord. And he's making sure that when he proclaimed this word, people don't say Jeremiah said that. And I don't want you today to say, Pastor Apostle said that. The Lord laid this word out. And so Jeremiah made it plain. He said, Thus said the Lord. And so, Thus said the Lord to you today. Thus said the Lord, the people which were left out by the sword found grace in the wilderness. Even Israel, when I went to cause him to rest, to take a respite. And, uh, and, and the Lord says that you are coming out of your wilderness to rest. You're coming out of that dry, barren place that you were in to rest. You looked around and it looked like nothing was happening for real. You were making ends meet a little bit. But the Lord God says that you were never left. You are coming out. And not only are you coming out of the wilderness, you're coming out in a place of peace, in a place of the shalom of God where there will be nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing out of sync in your life. Everything is working together for the good of you because you love the Lord and because you fell into his arms and you took a respite. Lord Jesus. To the people that were left by the sword. And that was when Israel went into war. And, 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 and a lot of them died during the war. But you need to look at yourself and say, but I'm still here. Yes. The enemy tried to take me out, yes. tried to mess up my mind, yes. tried to take out me out by way of my health, by way of my finances, by yes. way of my children, by way of my spouse. Yes. The enemy has been fighting you extremely hard. And God says, but you will laugh even the sword came after you, that you are the remnant that survived the pain. Yeah. What kind of pain did you survive? But God says that I protected you from that sword. I protected you from that which thought that it could take you out. I don't know what your dad is, but something tried to take you out. It tried to take you out physically. It tried to take you out mentally. Of that trouble, even in the midst of that storm, 
even in the midst when your hope seemed like it was gone. God says that you found grace. What is grace? You found unmerited favor because you don't even supposed to be here. Some of you supposed to be seven feet under. But God said you found grace. 